podcast that you love that you crave that you just can't get enough of that you want to kiss at night that you want to snuggle that you want to cuddle that you want to t- you want to tell your friends about you want to tell your mom your dad your sister your uncle your brother your enemies it's is this what you want with matt and julia hi i'm julia ladkowitz and i'm here with my husband and co-host hi i'm the matt part of that intro and man if you want to kiss if you want to kiss this podcast at night you got big problems well here's the thing i normally start the podcast with going oh boy here <laughs> we go and then matt said hey how about you don't do that yeah so I try went, not to i said try not to start it like you're hauling a big bag of dirt up a flight of stairs <laughs> oh here we are here. You just installed a toilet in the second floor of a Knights of Columbus. Yeah, sometimes uh, I do. Sometimes you install a toilet in the second floor of a Knights of Columbus? Listen, uh, it's a Polish tradition back in uh, the old country. We'd uh, have to do that. Yeah. Most Knights of Columbuses I know have at least two to three levels actually to them. Some are like old schools. The one in Peterborough, Ontario. Yeah, they're like, hey, get the kids out of here. Put in some pool tables and let, let the veterans drink. Yeah, well, well, the the one in Peterborough I think used to be a nunnery, like it was like Ooh. nuns, and I think my dad like was taught there by the would, nuns. Yeah, and he I, we were we'd we'd play pool there, and he'd be like, "Hey, one time the nun uh, took me out there for a whooping or something." Nuns love to whoop. They love a whooping. It's uh, they. I think they invented the ruler just to to whoop kids. Probably. I keep looking at the camera. Are we are we acknowledging the camera? Are we just pretending that we're just uh, um, not cameraed? Let's not acknowledge it. We're not even going to acknowledge <laughs> the camera, I say, as I'm looking into the camera. Yeah. So, yeah, for our listeners who aren't watching this with their little eyeballs... Um, yeah, we're going to we just film the podcast today. We keep saying that we're going to, but I always look like holy hell. But today I had a little audition, yeah. so I have makeup on. It's a bit of a to-do. It's a I don't bit know how to-do. other podcasters comfortably do it. They're just like, "Oh, I'm just going to record my whole podcast with my multicam setup and then edit it after and put text and animations in it." And I'm just like, "Give." It's a lot of work. For what? I mean, for entertainment purposes, sure. I mean, a lot of podcasts pop off that way, and uh, it gives the listeners what they want, and perhaps this is what you want. It might be what they want. I guess I think I I oof at it because those other podcasters also aren't spending 20 to 30 hours uh, making a wine video. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, or it's all about it. priorities. But people yeah. love your wine videos. The wine the wine videos take priority. We had a, two bangers this week. I, I released two in one week. I'm very crazy. proud of myself. And I, I wanted to tweet, I'm so tired after because I am tired. You I worked like, real hard on them. I like, <laughs> well, I posted both of them and I'm like, I think I'm done for the year. I think I'm done. I've spent too, a lot of time. Well, the year's almost over, so I think that's fair. I'm done for the year, I can say. He's done for the year and again, he's looking into the camera. Unless I have a real good idea. I mean, I've had a couple ideas recently. Well, oh, because there goes the dog. dog. We had our dog in the middle of us and she she's had a big day too. Yeah, big she's had week. a real big day. Um but like before we get into all that. Yeah. Happy chappy hour everybody. Happy chappy hour everyone. Happy chappy hour. Cheers, Matt. Cheers, Matt. <laughs> I'm not Matt. Yes, you are. I'm I'm Mulia. What are we chapping here? I think I see the mm. bottle. I picked that up at a little you know, mom and pop shop. There you go. It's got a good mouthfeel, says that cough. <laughs> it's um, 
It's um, it's got some zip. It's got some tang. It's acidic. We didn't say where it's from. It's a it's a wine from Trader say. Joe's, a little mom and pop shop here in Los Angeles. Yeah, wanted to support local. Trader Joe's, a Pinot Noir, Carneros. Yeah, and uh, the back doesn't say anything. Normally, when you look at the back, it's like this wine was made with um, the thoughts of rolling hills and soft bunnies in mind and cherries yeah. jubilee. Um, but this just it says, said this wine was in front of you when you wanted to buy it. It honestly does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it just says Trader Joe's Platinum Reserve Pinot Noir Carneros 2019 Lot 79. Yo, so close to 69. So close to 69. Dude. It's almost horny. Yeah. Um, it's fine. How it's much fine. was this? It was like 11 bucks, I think. Oh, that's actually like... I think... That's expensive for a Trader have, Joe's wine. Might have even been 12. Who knows? Well, because Trader Joe's, if you don't know, if you're a Canadian listener, they're the, uh, the home of two buck... They were originally the two buck chuck, right? Right, which went up to like two ninety nine because of inflation. Three, I think it's three buck chuck now. Yeah, exactly two ninety nine. But it's a, it's fine. It's it's um, a pinot noir. Let's try it again. Let's try yeah. it again. Okay, what are, what are you I'm getting? Smelling, it's uh, you know, it's sturdy. It's a type. It's a wine that you'd you'd build a treehouse in, and that it would be there for a few years at least. I couldn't disagree more. I feel it, like this is a flimsy treehouse wine. Really. Yeah, this is this is a this is a uh, gazebo you put up from Walmart, and then a windstorm takes it down. I mean, that's what happened to us, right? Because it's a Pinot Noir, so Pinot Noirs are never too sturdy. It's it's easy drinking. It's nice. You always that's that's what they say about Pinot Noirs. And uh, Brian Hunter, if you're listening, just uh, put it on mute for a second. I'm going to talk about wine. Um, I, I get I find them very complex and uh, sturdy. Easy to drinking get- doesn't mean that they can't be complex. Yeah, sure. But I like to say a Pinot Noir is nice and sturdy. Maybe Cabernet is more sturdy. I don't know. I want a wine that you can really lay on top of. <laughs> but that's not a Pinot you know? Noir. A Pinot yeah. Noir is light. I would love to just float in a pool of wine. Will that ever happen in our lifetime, you think? I'm sure we can make that happen. Is this what you want, listeners? If it's what you want, give us money. Here's the thing. If you're floating in a pool of wine... I'm drinking a lot of it. Like, I don't care at that you point. You want it even though it's been touching your, your b-holes? Well, <laughs> Matt has two I'm, buttholes. No, my b-hole's not in the wine. I'm not in the wine. I'm floating on a, like oh, a Oh, uh, I'm, I'm picturing like you're in like a hot tub full of wine. Yeah. I would have raft. to like, it would have to be like uh, sanitize and scrub this pool, maybe line it with something special because that pool's ruined after that. The pool filter is taking in all those tannins and wine crystals. I don't know if it's so much of a pool as it is just like a large tub. Yeah. Whenever you see people like YouTubers do that, they put like a bunch of Lucky Charms in the tub or something or they swim around it's like, what a waste. You know, it's... uh, What a waste of Lucky Charms. What a waste of... uh, What a waste of time. Oh, okay. Oh, arch enemy. Now the dog is going crazy. And we're back. And we're back (laughs) after that brief freak out by our dog uh, whose arch nemesis is the fat corgi who lives... Two doors down. He's not a fat corgi. He's a, he's a sturdy corgi. Uh, car I'm going to do, do a real sloppy edit there so people know something went wrong. Yeah. I feel like barking. I feel like we should add, we should keep in a little bit of the bark. The bark's going to be in there. But yeah, it's um, it, every time that corgi walks by, it reminds me of that scene from The Simpsons when Maggie's like my arch enemy. That's yeah. Her, that, the unibrow kid. The unibrow baby. Yeah. yeah. She's got a unibrow uh, corgi that... Just it's also got little beady eyes that corgi too. She and they they, they hate, hate each, each other because even she'll walk by and then you'll hear the corgi from inside go. Oh, you're such a little idiot. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Matt wants to swim in wine. Um, yeah. yeah. Maybe one day it 
will happen. I'm curious. And uh, that's before we go into more of that theme, let's let's recap um, our previous episode where you were, quote unquote, in New York. Yes. Uh, we tried to predict what would happen the week that you were in New York. We pre-recorded it. Yep. I believe we said I would drive through the airport. You did. Crashing through, drop you off on time. You said your flight would be... I said, um, I'm like, I'm going to get on the plane. They're going to bump me up to first class. <laughs> yep. There's going to be a French bulldog that I'm going to get to pet. Um, I said that. Yeah. I also said that uh, my show at Gotham would be like sold out. Yeah. And then I'd, I'd get management from it. I'd get my own TV series. Yeah, I think you're going to get seven to 10 managers. Yeah. I was, I was about to get seven to 10 managers and agents uh, and a TV show, Seinfeld level minus the dating a 17 year old. It yes. was, it was all very grand. How close do we get? Boy, howdy. I mean, okay. Well, let me start with mine. I did not indeed crash through the airport you did and not. drop you off at your gate. I tried, but they would not let me. Instead, you you drove very nicely through the airport and you endured me farting in the car because yep. we went to a Thanksgiving, like Friendsgiving thing the night before and I ate so many weird things. And then it was early. It was like 4 a.m. And I was like, oh, my stomach. And I couldn't. It was quite have, rancid. I couldn't have it a was movement like at home. You're someone, like, let's get you on a plane. And it's their problem. Yeah. It was like a goat shat in a gym bag <laughs> is what it smelled like. Hey. Um, that's what your butt smelled like. It was quite bad. I'm your wife. Don't talk to me like that. Well, sometimes your butt smells like a goat working out <laughs> and then shitting in its own equipment. Uh, Them's the grapes. Them's the grapes. Um, um, so that did not happen for me. No. But... How close do we get for you? I think we got one thing at least. Okay, so... Bang on. I want to save the one thing as like the little cherry on top. Ooh. Here's what... You know what? I want to get all over the place here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going for it. This is, this is my, well, that was stupid. Oh, wait. I wasn't even prepared. I know. I could note of these things. I, but that's, that's just the way it is. This oh, podcast. I love a producer that would just make notes and edits. I can't, Those people, listen, those Joe, Road Jogans and anyone that, that's podcasting out there that can just strut into a studio and yeah, 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 gab, 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 and then walk out and not have to do any of the production part. What a pleasure that must be. That's me. Yes. That's, I'm Road Jogan. She's the Road Jogan and I'm whoever the fuck is behind the curtain. Johnny Cash. Do you think <laughs> if it's Johnny Cash, the ghost of Johnny Cash, um, do you think he has to? Do you think this producer has to go? Uh, great show, Joe. And do you think I, he's wearing like a Joe Rogan T-shirt? I think he's wearing uh, four to ten baseball caps and a um, couple pairs of mittens. Yeah, and <laughs> he just looks <laughs> fucked. And then he goes, "I'm too hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm way too hot, Joe. <laughs> you wear the mittens." gonna wear the mittens because that's how you uh protect yourself from covid yeah and then joe rogan's and then he manager sucks comes himself in, off. He sucks himself out joe rogan's manager comes in he goes joe wants you to wear the mittens i'm sorry i don't know I, you know this mike two liberal cucks take down millionaire podcaster A hundred millionaire i think isn't he listen okay so i did not ride first class i did not ride with french bulldogs i feel like we jinxed it because this is maybe one of like the worst plane experiences I've had in a long time. So we get up ass early. You drop me off. I'm through security so quickly. I was like, that was too easy. It was so great. I had like hour and a half to kill before I get on my plane. I got a shitty breakfast sandwich and I was like, I'm not going to, as much as I was tempted to get like a bloody Mary at like six 30 in the morning, I'm like, I will not, I will be responsible. Cause I was like, I'm going to take a Benadryl on the plane. 
because it's going to knock me out and I can sleep and it's going to be perfect. So I get on the plane. It's a perfect plan. Yeah, I get on the plane. We board like right on time. I'm like, hell yeah. I don't have anybody gross sitting next to me. I'm comfortable. I pop a Benadryl. I'm feeling good. And then all of a sudden, I'm like half an hour past takeoff has gone by. And then the pilot comes on. He's like, we're having, uh, we're having some problems, but we'll, we'll let you know. I'm like, okay, no problem. And then another half an hour comes on, goes by. And then he's like, you know what? There's a, there's a problem with the, the, the rudder. And the rudder, my rudder? friends. The mutter? The rudder, the tough mutter. My mutter says there's a problem with my the rudder. My mutter says there's a problem with the rudder. And the rudder is what keeps the plane like level. Um, so yeah, like, it goes, it goes <laughs> at the back. I was picturing like a bumper for the plane. Uh, I think that's like, what the rudder is. Like the plane's is. like a tugboat or something? Yeah. Uh huh. I truly, I, I Googled Did it. Do you ever look on the outside of a plane? <laughs> <laughs> Which just, is plain. You just look. You look. And you're like, I'm on the inside. I don't care what's going I on. I looked outside. it up though. Anyway, listen. The rudder was fucked, and they're like, we're gonna try to fix it or find another plane. I'm like, what? And they're like, anyway, we have to deplane. So we sat on the tarmac for an hour, and then they're like, That's too much. We have to deplane. And they're like, when you get off the plane, we're not gonna know what's up until noon. Not not a new plane at noon. We don't even know what's happening until noon. Yeah. Here's fucking ten dollars for your troubles that you can spend in the airport. There's first of all, there's nothing worse than hearing somebody stuck on the tarmac. Stuck on the tarmac, you're hopeless. You yeah. have nothing. There's no escape. There's the no drink services. You can't even like use the toilet. Like Yeah, there's like you're literally trapped. You're it, trapped. So we deplane and, and then I call United and I'm on the phone for like a fucking hour. And basically she's like, you can fly out at 3 p.m. and get into New York or sorry, New Jersey at 10 p.m. That's my only option for you. And I'm like, get me another flight. So they put me on a different airline. This is United, by the way. Oof. They put me on uh, American Airlines. Keep in mind, I've had my Benadryl. I've had yeah, my Benadryl. It's possible none of this was happening at all. I was like oinked and zoinked. And then I, I <clears throat> literally have to go like walk half an hour through all the uh, terminals to get to the new terminal. I get my new ticket. The lady's so nice. She's like, I'll put you in a nice window seat. I'm like, thank you Etta, for American Airlines. Did Airline. she call you sweetie? She didn't call me sweetie. She call you darling? You know who called me sweetie though? Who? The, lady, the pilot? No. The lady <laughs> at Dunkin' Donuts when I was leaving. That feels nice. The air, when I was leaving New York. She kept calling me sweetie and I was so tired. Because I had had two hours of sleep, and I like loved it. Yeah, and she well, was younger than me too. Well, that's cute. And she just kept calling me sweetie. She's got to be nice because Dunkin' Donuts is so terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. Anyway, yeah. so I go to a I go to like an airport bar. I'm like, fuck it, I'm getting a mimosa. This has been like I, I'm abridging this, by the way. I get I'm like I get a mimosa. I my Benadryl, my mimosa. I get some French fries. At this point, it's like 8 a.m. and my flight's taking off at 11 now. It's supposed to take off at 7:30 in the morning. Just too many numbers. 7:20 in the number. In okay, the number. In the <laughs> 7:20 in the number. Eventually, so my my group to board is the very last group because I got my ticket late. I I'm getting on my American Airlines flight. I'm like, finally, I'm going to New York, baby. New York. And she scans my ticket and it makes that like doo -doo, that like bad noise. The bad noise. Yeah. Makes the bad noise. I'm like, what's up? She's like, huh. Start registering that this is a ticket. I'm like, well. You what get is it? A peanut butter sandwich? Give me on the fucking yeah, plane. I was like, well, you, you, you gave me the ticket. So it's a ticket. She's like, yeah, but you're not in the system anymore. I'm like, but. Well, then where are you? Exactly. I'm like, are you in the airport? Where am I? I'm like, am I alive? Am yeah. I real? And then she's like, that's so weird because I did it for you. I'm like, I know. I know you did. And she's like, hmm. I'm like, anyway, I'm like, I'm getting on this plane. <laughs> like, just like either way, I'm getting on this plane. She's like, I can't let you on this plane. And I'm like, excuse me. Impossible. And I like, 
I start welling up. I'm so tired. The Benadryl's kicked in. The mimosa's flowing around. And she's like, there must be something you can do for me. She's like, United must have canceled it on their end. You have to call United. I'm like, I just called United. I'm like, I spent an hour on the phone with United. So then I call United. She calls United. We're And we're both like this like wait time with United. Her and her colleague are like trying to fucking like hack the mainframe, doing all this <laughs> stuff. I'm She's talking to someone at United. Then finally I get a guy at United and... I was like, hi, this is what's happening. Blah, blah, blah. And, I'm, and I'm rambling. But then I didn't want to like undo the progress they were trying to do. Right. So I was just like, um, could you please hold? I asked the guy at United if he could hold. And he's like, take yeah. the power back. He's like, um, yes. I'm like, thank you for, for bearing with me <laughs> through all this chaos. And then like some time had passed. I'm like, are you still there? He's like, yes. I'm like, okay, thank you for holding. And then eventually at the last second, they were able to change it. And she's like, just get on the plane, take whatever seat, like run, run, run. And I got in like right before they closed the plane doors. So that was my, well, that was stupid. United can suck my f- butt. First of all, let me say, uh, there's my takeaway from this at the airport. There should be a separate line at the airport for people that are doinked up on uh, sleeping pills or edibles. Like, if you were having an issue, it should be like a separate area where, like, listen, everyone in line's fucked up. Maybe even the person at the ticket counter is a little fucked up, too. So you don't feel as weird. Well, then literally everybody would be like, oh, there's a line for that now. And then everybody would be doinked and zoinked at the airport. Yeah, if I was at the airport and I saw that the, the zoinked up line was shorter, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to fucking take an edible and go to the old zoinked line. Or if the zoinked up line is too long, then you're like, hello, I'm just a regular person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not zoinked at all. I'm not zoinked. Don't worry about me, magic man. Did uh. you call me magic man? <laughs> anyway, um, that's pretty stupid if you ask me. That was pretty stupid if and, I was asking you. And, and I did. the polar opposite of of what happened. The Polish opposite. The Polish opposite. Uh, what's the What's the opposite of Poland? Russia. No. It's the same. England. Opposite. Australia. Australia is the opposite of everything. Yeah. You could say yeah. You're like, what's the opposite of Canada? Australia. Sure. It's upside down. And there's didgeridoos. I will say American Airlines. I got a free cheese plate. That's pretty nice. How many cheeses are we talking? We got a cheddar. We got a mozzarella. There was three different types. Okay. And it was Apple quite nice. Apple slices? Mm, no. Walnuts or, or uh, uh, almonds? No nuts. What kind of cheese plate is this? A free one? I guess. It's the one <laughs> they pulled out of the pilot's ass. And then I asked at one point, I was like, could I get a glass of wine? She's like, oh, you clearly haven't been watching the news. And I'm like... Oh, American Airlines doesn't serve booze on their flights anymore. Horse shit. It's actual horse shit. Matt. Um, anyway, so that was different. D- what was your that was stupid? We're changing it up. Oh, my God. Because that way we'll end with warm and fuzzies. Really? Um, what is my that's that was stupid? I had a lot of weird shit happen. I mean, I forget what I predicted would happen to me while you were gone. I think it was a lot of like lonely cleaning and that was pretty bang on actually. Yeah. Um, a lot of pacing, a lot of uh, uh, edibles by myself with the dog, which is slightly better, but I was still paranoid. The paranoia kicks in when you were high by yourself. Like 300%. Absolutely. It's very bad. Um, well, that was stupid. Oh, fuck. I should have fucking prepared this. Um, I feel like a lot of stupid stuff happened to you. Yeah. Um, here's okay. Here's what I did want to talk about. I did want to talk about what I did yesterday, and there were some stupid things. That yeah, that's stupid. That was very stupid. Um, I did. Uh, a friend of mine is a photographer. He asked me to do stand-in 
uh, for a GQ or, or for like, yeah, like a GQ photo shoot kind of thing. And um, if you don't know what stand in is, basically it's like the it's if a celebrity doesn't want to have to be there while they set up the lights. Because like, and I know that sounds like, oh, that's so pretentious, but it's a lot of they would have to have the celebrity there for an, another full day. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's it's a lot of extra. And a lot of these every time anytime I've worked on set with a celebrity, the director is always like, we have this person for 45 minutes. So we have to like make this yeah. work right now. So I was uh, a stand in for this celebrity who is I I'm not going to say who it is, but I will say he's one of the bigger celebrities on, on the planet at this point. Absolutely. Um, recognizable. If I said the name, you'd be like, I know who that is. Yeah. He's very handsome. Very handsome. Beautiful. Uh, hunky, hunky Momo. Um, he's a hunky Momo. And you guys apparently have the same bulgy touch. Not exactly the same, but pretty close. I'm actually taller than he is. Oh. By two inches. Bigger um, penis. Uh, we didn't get to the penis thing. I did ask. I yelled it in his face. <laughs> I said, how big is your dick? How big is your dick? Um, and he went, all dicks, none of your business. He doesn't sound Whoa, like that. Oh, he's British. That's a clue. Is he? Um, yeah, I think he is. I, I, I was just trying to do a wacky accent. Yeah. Uh, two things happened It's Mr. Bean. So, yeah. So, I'm doing stand-in. <laughs> so, I'm setting up. I wish I was. If I was the same body type as Mr. Bean, it'd be over for me. I'd be, I'd be like, I would my- love, though, if Rowan Atkinson is just for some reason on the cover of GQ magazine next month. Yeah. It would be... <laughs> I mean, he just, he deserves it. You've earned it. I am hunky. Um, so I'm at the shoot and I'm doing the lighting stuff and I have to try on all this wardrobe and it's like a fashion shoot. So the wardrobe is insane. It's It's absolutely the craziest stuff I've ever put on my body in my entire life. It's like mesh tank tops. It's like pink snowsuits. It's like giant leather pants. Metal like riding helmet. Metal like riding helmets. Metal like masks. It's like ravey kind of stuff. I got stuck in a lot of it. Like I had to have guys. Did you like, say there was like a turtleneck with like hands? Yeah, there was like this <laughs> like turtleneck with built-in hands, built-in gloves. Sorry. And it, yeah, and it it just it just painted onto my body. And at one point I was wearing like this paper like dress <laughs> and and I remember I was wearing like leather pants with it and he was like, take those pants off. And I was like, okay. And then I was just wearing this like paper dress and the, the fashion guy was like this. He's like, honestly, you look really good in this. And I was like, for a second, I was like, oh, wow, thank you. Like, and then and you like, sent me a picture. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you wearing a fucking triple XL like see-through men's enormous collared shirt paper dress? Um, it was crazy. The craziest part of the whole thing is this big celebrity shows up near the end of the day and everyone's like, okay, he's showing up. Don't worry. Just don't be weird. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going to talk to him. I happen to be outside like eating a bag of like Funyuns because I wanted to get some fresh air. And, uh, I think says fresh air like Funyuns. Yeah. And this shit box truck pulls into the parking lot. It's got this huge scrape and dent on the side. One of the headlights is like broken and he like, like parks off to the side, like diagonally in this parking spot. I'm like, oh, the fucking landscapers are here. Like, what is this? And then the celebrity gets out. It's the guy. It's it's the, the big guy. cheese. And he was driving around this big fuck off dumb truck. And I'm like, this is not Hollywood's very different when you get behind the scenes. Yeah. But it also made sense. It's like he is a big celebrity. So why wouldn't you want to blend in threatening traffic? In a big shitty truck. I feel like 
the bigger celebrity you are, especially if you're like a man, you're allowed to look like a schlub, the more you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. And that's what all the people there that knew him were like, yeah, he just kind of does what he wants. He just doesn't really give a shit. I'm like, is that the key to success? He does. He does seem like the type and I admire him for that. Which like watching him like function and the brief interaction we had, I'm just like, it, it just seems like he's just like, all right, I'll do this. Like, it just seemed like it's just so casual. Yeah, just going through the motions. Because yeah, sure. I, I mean, I'm not there to witness the self-tape auditions, the auditioning process, everything, right. all the hard work that went into being that. But it's just, it's crazy to be, because when you become that famous, like you're not supposed to be that famous as a, a person. No, you're, you're just like a, you're a brand, you're an you're, entity, you're yeah. a thing. There was a team. There was a team with him. And I'm like, I can't imagine a team following me around. And like no. controlling uh, my day, basically. But it was it was crazy. Should we get teams? I think we should get a team. We got Shan here. She's yeah. We got you're on my team. <laughs> or she's our she's our security. Yeah, she's our security. She'll bark at children when yeah. they get too close. She'll bark at kids and one corgi in our neighborhood. Yeah. Um. Who else do we need on our team? We, yeah, we need a personal chef. We need. Well, that's me. Um, a public. Oh, I need a publicist. I was talking to his publicist and I was like, just a person being like, what's that? Who's that? What's your name? Get that out of there. Put that there. I'm like, oh, wow. If you want to be our publicist, we will offer you no money, but just good times. That sounds like we're going to suck you off. Stop saying suck off. Your thing lately is suck off. Oh, my (laughs) thing suck off. Mr. Who tweets about pissing into his own ass all the time. That's your It never goes in my ass. Or no, you're always, okay. No, you're going to scream in your own ass or you're going to take a hot piss somewhere. Yeah, it's usually a hot piss at a Costco. That seems to get the people going. I'm, if you don't want me talking about sucking off somebody, then why don't you? No, I just said that you were into it. Off. I just said you were into it. I didn't say you have to stop. Yeah, that's your thing. Suck me off. That's a T-shirt you can get. I got sucked off at the Hooters on Hollywood Boulevard. No, I got <laughs> sucked off at Costco. <laughs> Sally Beauty Supply. I don't think that exists in uh, America. No, anyway, I don't know um, that at all. you think anyone's been, ever been sucked off at Costco? Absolutely. Huh. Probably late night. Our definitely lady's not. definitely been sucked off because it's a big box store. Yo. Oh, sucking off that bit. See, ladies can get sucked off too. Sure, they can. Is that Jay Z l- lyric? Ladies, ladies can get sucked off to too. Go and brush your shoulders, brush your shoulders off. off. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that was fun. Um, Wait, is it time for Warm and Fuzzy? We can go into it if you want. Yeah, I feel like Warm and Fuzzy is going to be like super long because, okay, I just want to talk more about my trip to New York. My My entire trip to New York was just a big, fat, warm and fucking fuzzy. Well, there you go. The end. Well, I thought you were going to like ask me questions and like, you know, lead me around. Or well, this is the tough me. part about this podcast is I know all about this. I'm not just learning this for the first time. If we if if we were doing this podcast, you were a separate entity than my wife and lived in a different home even, then I would be like, wow, how was your trip? And it would be a genuine. Should we live I mean? in different homes? Maybe for the sake of the podcast, we should get two to homes okay. and uh, live separately and uh, not see each other. Well, boy, howdy. I'm not going to tell you everything because that would be too long of a podcast. But let's just say that the trip was um, was just incredible. And it's funny because the, the show that I was like, I'm going to get a million managers and, and get my own show. The one at Gotham? The one at Gotham, uh, Comedy Juice at Gotham, which was like the one I was most excited for, ended up being like 
a fine show, but the most sort of like whatever show because a couple things. It was the week right after Thanksgiving. So it was like a really light crowd. Yeah. And um, I was up first because I was the least famous person on the show. And Jessica Kirsten, who's like the fucking queen of New York. Uh, everybody loves hilarious her. Hilarious comedian. So hilarious. And she, she was after me. She was so fucking funny. She gets off stage and she's like, I've done probably 50 of these fucking shows here. At Comedy Juice specifically, and she's like, and this is the worst fucking one I've ever done. Well, there you go. It's not so just it made you. me feel better because at first I was like, well, that was fine, but she, but the whole time she's like just talking in the crowd like about how much they sucked. So it made me feel better. Also, getting to the show. Here's the thing. I I love New York because it gave me like it gave me my independence back in the way that I it's a it's a transit city. So yeah. I could just hop on the subway. I could bop around. And Christina Walkinshaw, who I was staying with, who's so lovely, who I'll get to in a second. Um, Who's definitely listening? Who's to definitely this. listening? Being like, when is she gonna tell me I'm her warm and fuzzy? I'll get there. Um, she lives in Brooklyn, right on the L train, so it's super easy to get around. Except the fucking L train wasn't working that night. I would have gotten to Gotham so early, but at the last minute, all the trains just stopped working. We had to take this incredibly expensive Uber. Our Uber driver didn't speak English, so we were using like um, a translation app. And he ended up being so fucking nice. He's like, nice. He kept saying nice chicas. We're like, yeah. And we're like, we're nice chicas. And trying to figure it out. I got there within three minutes before showtime. I had the worst stomach problems. I was on the toilet right up until my set. Literally came running up. Chris Millhouse is like, you're on. It was a chaotic thing. So... I did not get a million managers and at my own TV show, but, uh, all the other shows were actually like some, some of the, there was a couple of shows that were like, this is the last show was like the best set I've had in years, years even. at comedians. You should know. I fucking had <clears throat> so much fun. A, a fan took a picture with me. Oh, People wow. bought me drinks. Everybody's like, you are my favorite. It felt fucking nice i can't believe taylor swift is doing comedy at our bar under I, a different name i got a lot of taylor swift comments and i gotta yeah. say the men in new york like julia ladkowitz the man the man in uh, la loves julia ladkowitz i know but that's that's my thing though and christina will attest to this maybe because i am taken so i have literally nothing to lose yeah don't talk but to me vibes. i've but people would talk to me and then i would just talk about Either like my IBS, my rashes, or my husband, and they'd be like enthralled. I am in love with your <laughs> rashy husband loving. But they body. just because they're like, oh, she doesn't give a fuck. How yeah. interesting. I, I must know this woman. Um, but yeah, I do, but I do feel men are bolder in New York. And hey, oh, we want to get the pepperoni over here. There was said? a man who sounded exactly like that. We were at a bar at one point. This, um, and I was like, oh, is this someone's bag? He's like, oh, sorry about that. I feel like he was some mob guy. He's like, let me move that. He's like, yeah, you ladies sit down. No problem. Where are you guys from? And I was like, well, originally we're both from Canada, but she lives in Brooklyn. I'm here from LA. She's like, he's like, oh, I thought you were both from Sweden or something. Literally sounded like that. Crazy. And then him and a bunch of old men started talking about like, I don't know, killing a man and throwing his body in the river. Like, it, like it, <laughs> only in New York, yeah. ladies. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, I've talked for too long. So let me, I'll get into my like specific warm and fuzzy, but what's your warm and fuzzy? Oh, geez. Um, I got a couple from last week. I, uh, you know, I've been at home alone for a while I was getting work I was plugging away made two wine videos yes. posted those that felt nice that felt nice to get 
those out and people really enjoyed them. People enjoying them makes me feel warm and fuzzy. So how about that? That's, That's a little nice. fuzz getting people. I, I literally get nothing from them, even though one of them was a sponsored one. Mm-hmm. I technically am getting something from them, but uh, uh, it's very nice. It, it felt accomplished. It felt nice to uh, do something like that. Also on Wednesday, last Wednesday, I was like, I'm going to go hang out at a comedy show. My friend Eddie Delisepe, very good friend of mine, he runs this show called Totally Comedy at Bar Lubitsch. It's a very fun show. And um, I went to go just hang out. And it was very nice to just be like, I, I just remembered like when we were like in quarantine and everything was locked down and we couldn't see anybody. And just the, the ability to casually go to a comedy show and hang out. And then thinking that you were in New York doing shows, I was like, this feels nice. It feels yeah. like we're almost back to normal before whatever the fuck else happens in the next couple months. Fucking Omicron. Omicron is going to come fucking and just... Big squishy tits going to fucking us. <laughs> suffocate us um, all. So that's what I was thinking. I was very grateful for that experience. And uh, a very hilarious comic and friend, Kurt Braunholer, was there, who I hadn't seen in a while. So Love Kurt Braunholer. Watching these guys. And he said that his show, Hot Tub, is coming back. And it was just very nice to see everyone. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back and check on the dog. So I go back in my car. And the second I get in the car, Eddie calls me. And he's like, hey, man, the last comic isn't showing up. Do you want to come do a set? And to be honest with you, there was nobody in the crowd. There was like It was four a foggy people. day in LA. It was foggy. It was uh, creepy and eerie. There was no one there. And I'm like, you know what? Don't worry about it. And Eddie's like, what are you doing, man? He's like, do a set. He's like, you're, you're always dying to do sets. Just yeah. do a set. I'm like, you're absolutely right. I'll just go back in, do a little set set to nobody, like, like the days of old in comedy and the days of new. That happens more often than not. But don't I know it? I go up and uh, I walk up and yeah, smattering of of four people applauding. I do my first little bit, super loosey goosey, and then I hear like this big, booming laugh crowd, like a big booming laugh crowd, big booming laugh crowd. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I thought they were playing it through the speakers or something. Like they were like being nice and playing like laugh sound effects through the speaker. And then as I do my set. The laughs are getting like, I'm like way bigger than four people. The lights are so bright. I can't see anybody. So I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I get off stage and it's this huge applause and there's a bunch of people. There's like over 20 people showed up and people are like high five me. They're like, oh, that's one of the best stand up sets I've ever seen. And, you know, lately, oh, Jesus, is so much fun. Uh, uh, lately. It was the same. <laughs> well, I was going to say ever seen. I, he didn't say ever. He was like, that's one of the best sets I've seen in a while. One right, 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 right. It wasn't, but it was like, it was just very nice. And I'm like, man, that, that'll learn you, Matt O'Brien, to never pass up an opportunity to yeah. do something. You know what I mean? Especially because like, you were already there. I understand, like, you're allowed to say no. Yes. And, and sometimes saying no is the good thing to do. But in this case, you trusted your gut, and you're like, you know what? I will do this. And it paid off. But it was my good friend, Eddie Del Sepe pushing me to be like just do it man like he like, literally is like what the fuck's your your problem dude because i'm so clamoring to get sets yeah anywhere and i one was dangled in front of me and i almost didn't take it and it would have been a huge a huge miss that's the craziest thing trying to explain to non-comedy people by the way because i've talked to like my parents and my sister about this where they're like uh 
where I'm just like, oh, it's hard to get shows here in L.A. And they're like, well, like paid, like it's hard to make money in L.A. I'm no. like, no, it's hard to just do. It's hard to just perform for free. And then you're <laughs> usually spending money on parking and drinks and whatever. Yeah. So by the time you're investing money in this show, even after we've been doing it for 15 yeah. years. That's the craziest part. I wish there was a cap for like how many comedians could exist. <laughs> like we're at, we're at the, we're at capacity. The rim. We're at capacity. If you want to try, try stand up, you got to do it at home until there's room. It's like a liquor license. Yeah. There's it's enough, like a liquor li- or, or a it's like, um, when, you know, with, with teachers, all there's all these teachers who, who won't retire and then new teachers are having trouble finding jobs. Is it because of teachers and licenses? There's only so many. No, there's just only so many jobs, uh, at schools. Only, I mean, or the budget. I mean, there should yeah. be more teachers, but the budget will not allow it. Man, that's another uh, that's another career uh, I don't envy. Schooling. There's always something going on with schools. God, but I know so many. I have so many teacher friends, and it's I can't imagine teaching. I would be like, "Hey, kids, um, I don't fucking know. Figure yeah, it out." Yeah, I don't you know? fucking. Well, it's like especially when you're. It's like teens or like really young kids, and they're just weird, and you're just like, oh, "I gotta, I gotta teach them something," but also they're like figuring themselves out, and like I'm figuring myself out. Like, also, they just. Ex- I just, I remember being a kid and expecting. I'm like, adults just, they just know everything. Yeah. So. Like I would have math homework and I'd ask my mom a question. She's like, and she wouldn't quite know or whatever. I'm like, why don't you know this? She's like, because the last time I did a problem like this, I was your age. You know what I mean? Like this isn't just known stuff. It just because you're an adult doesn't mean, you know, every single fucking thing. That's what I, that's what I always thought. That's like, uh, if I, if I was playing video games and I was at a really hard level, I'd get like my dad to come in and do it because I'd be like he's an adult he's good at stuff he'll know but he probably and just chucked he, the remote in the fireplace he would get so pissed off I'd be like on the final level level of Mario and I'm like just do it what do you mean you're a, an adult beat Bowser just do it oh my god but that's that's you know it's uh it's it was a lesson learned it's like sometimes the easy way out is not through your parents and that's why I became a billionaire by starting my own business where I fart in socks and send them to Japan. That's a pretty good, actually. Uh, That's I, not I a just, bad idea. I just riff that business, but it's probably uh, probably could could get me some money. I mean, I do have to get my feet out there. Did we talk about our we, feet? Yeah, we talked about how we're going to release an erotic foot calendar, like Ann Gettys. I I said that last yeah. week, but like Ann, Ge- we're going to dress our feet That's like like f- an Ann Gettys thing. I know the the flower budget on that alone would be through the roof, or at least with like fun little backdrops. I'm telling you. Uh, we are actually doing this. You heard it here. Is this what you want? I don't care if it is. It's what someone wants and we're doing it. Let me, let me ask you this. So is each month like my feet and then we rotate next month is your feet? Yeah. Or is it combination both feet? For I feel everybody? like we'll do a combination like a couple months. Yeah. Huh. What are we charging for this calendar? Because it's uh 20 bucks, 20 bucks. I feel bucks. like twenty bucks is a is a is a standard calendar price. Yeah, that's not a, that's like a buck uh, buck ten a month. A buck twenty a month. A buck ten. Yeah. A buck ten. I think it could be more. I think people pay more for that. How much would you pay for a calendar? How Let much, us know. I don't know 1-800 how much calendars are. Got feet. Hmm. I feel like a calendar is twenty dollars. You think so? I think no. I think they're like ten bucks. <laughs> when you want to charge more than twenty? My old college roommate and dear friend APL. Uh, when he wanted to take women on dates, he would go calendar shopping with them. He, that was his opening line. He said, do you want to go calendar shopping? 
And it's just such a stupid thing to say to somebody. I mean, I used to go calendar shopping when the, like the kiosks yeah. in the malls. And then you're like, which cat calendar am I going to uh, get? I haven't seen one of those kiosks in a while. Yeah, because calendars are on them. our little uh, handheld computers. Yeah. They're begging you to take calendars. They're, Please get this shit out of here. I do like a calendar. I like opening it up and just seeing on all the little squares what the hell's going on. Uh, it's nice. It's It's comforting. And then... But it sucks when you open the, uh, a month and then the picture is like not great. Oh yeah, and or it's like, your or get... it's your birthday month and you're like, why do I have a picture of this old shoe? Yeah, shoe. <laughs> I bought the new shoe calendar. Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying. Listen, either. I want to get more into my specific warm and fuzzy. I know, okay. I know, New York was like the overall warm and fuzzy. Yeah, we're all over the fucking place. But um, Christina Walkinshaw, who is a listener of our podcast and a dear friend, and the reason I went to New York was just such a delight and okay we've been talking about merch and how we're gonna get t-shirts that say is this what you want so it was recently my birthday and i get to new york and christina walkinshaw this is before she even knew we wanted to make merch gives me a tank top that says is this what you want on it and then it says our podcast on the back and it says like subscribe comment that's so nice and it's so cute and it was so nice and i put it on but then i just <laughs> realized i'm like Oh, this is going to, we kept joking. I always joke with Christina because she's so talk talkative to people. I'm like, quit activating the weirdos. <laughs> I always say quit activating the weirdos. And, but it literally says, is this what you want across my boobs? Yeah. I'm like, well, this is going to activate the weirdos. It's like a, a tank top. You get it like f- Florida, like yeah. in Miami beach or something. It's, yeah. That's what I want, baby. But I, I mean, it's a conversation piece, but it's still really fucking cute. And you, I love it. You know what? The best shirt I ever saw at one of those things. I think it's at Venice beach. One of those t-shirts. I, were, were you there with me? It was like a shirt and it was just said gone fishing. And it was a, a guy, a cartoon of a guy standing. <gasps> oh yeah. In like waist deep water. And a fish was sucking, sucking his, his dick. dick. <laughs> And he was just had this look on his face. He's like, oh, and the fish was like sucking his dick. <laughs> like, who's this for? I don't know, but uh, they they make a they make a living. They make a killing. Yeah. I mean, God, there's guys out there that would let a fish suck them off if we want to get back to Absolutely. sucking them. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, uh, does the common fish, <laughs> the common fish, do most fish have teeth? I feel like a lot of fish do have teeth. No, I don't think they do. I because yeah, I think I mean, if they thought your does. wiener was a worm, they just try to swallow it whole. So maybe a maybe a fish does suck a good dick. I mean, it would have to be a pretty thin dick. <laughs> yes, it would. So maybe that's maybe that's that T-shirt's more unless a burn unless on the like it's like a dolphin or something. apparently dolphins suck each other off. Yeah, apparently they're like one of the things that enjoy sex in the animal kingdom. Yeah, they're like they'd love to fuck, and I don't know what study how they knew that like if a dolphin had sex and lit a tiny cigarette or something i don't know what's going on there that uh, okay that's also half my warm and fuzzy too actually a lot of fuzz things lighting happen. a cigarette after um, jano by yeah, yourself J-O'd by myself and i oh, oh my god my, my god no. this is so unprofessional why is that even going off i mean i always remember to feed the dog <sighs> You need an alarm to feed the dog? Yeah, I set an alarm while you were gone to feed the dog so I would never forget. Because I get distracted. I get I always get so distracted when I'm like editing something. Like, right. I forget to feed myself. Like there was a there's a day. Oh gross. <laughs> a day last week where I was like editing so much and I was like, Oh shit, I forgot to eat to eat. I forgot to eat. Oh when you don't now have I'm me Australian. fucking providing you with your meals. 
well, no, I just get distracted. And mm. and then I looked at the clock and I'm like, oh, it's 8.30 and I haven't eaten in like seven hours. It's 8.30 and I know eight. 8.30, no eight. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, I went for a run on the beach, the Santa Monica beach path. I, yeah. I was like, I'm going to run a 10K at the beach. And I, it was a bit gloomy that day, but I was running it and a pot of fucking dolphins were like beside me in the well, ocean. A pot. I think it's a pot of dolphins. A pot of dolphins. I was boiling up a pot of hot dolphins. Oh my God. Hot dolphins. Got your hot dolphins here. I only know they're called a pod because I did a project on A project? It was, I did a project on dolph pods. Um, it was like grade four, I want to say. Dolph pod. Dolphin pod is a good name for like a podcast. Because they're a pod and it's a podcast, pod of dolphins. Yeah, that's not bad. Should we um, make a podcast about dolphins? Is this what you want? But that's also why those projects when you're in elementary school are kind of stupid. It's like when it's on one subject like that, it's like I know a lot still about just dolphins. Yeah. But every other project that happened, I don't fucking know what they were talking about. I was no. too worried about my dolphins. I think I did a project on like bush babies. Oh, those little, uh, are they those sh- like, like those sugar glider yeah. things? I mean, I don't remember a damn thing about them, but they got big eyes. They got big eyes and that's it. And they baby. love to fuck. Wow. I wasn't done with my warm and fuzzy. You okay, keep let's hear it. hijacking it. Um, Christina Walkinshaw. This woman let me stay with her for nine days. That's a lot of time. That's a lot we of time. We slept in the same bed. We slept in the same bed. We used the toilet at the same time. We, yeah, we both would uh, shower and poo and pee at the same time. Yep. No, it was just like she was She was my New York chaperone. She really rallied because we went fucking hard. Yeah. Uh, New York, I don't understand how... I love it there so much, but I'm like, how do people live there? I mean, I get that I was visiting, so like every night we were going out... I was just eating garbage. Just, we did run a few times. Like we were really, we were trying, but she was, she was there. She kept, because she, it's not her vacation. It was my vacation, but she came out with me most places. At one point though, she's like, I need to take a fucking night off. And I get it. I wanted to take a night off, but like just what, what a treat it was. Uh, So thank you, Christina Walkinshaw. You truly made me feel warm and fucking fuzzy. And Isn't just nice? the whole city did just everybody, just the people I met, the, even the strangers I had conversations with the bonds. I made my best friend, Jess Brown. The last day I was there, her and her husband, Andrew came and cause they were just starting their New York trip. And we met up uh union square and went to a bunch of bars and he got us like a bottle of like champagne. Like a, it was either like Viv Clico or Dom Perignon. Either way I was drinking champagne. It was just a nice time. And I, that trip, made me feel warm and fucking fuzzy it's one of those classic new york trips where you came home and you were like are we moving to new york yeah and i was like it's you know it's inviting because there's way more stand-up shows there and it's it's the one thing i i know we, i think we've said this before that we're both kind of missing right now it's like the frequency of stand-up gigs the frequency of stand-up gigs and also just like i guess i didn't realize how much i missed living in a like a, a city where you can just bop quickly to like a little cafe or a bar or yeah. I don't know. And LA doesn't have that same sort of chutzpah. Ki- yeah. But I, then I think of being in New York in the dead of winter and sloshing through the fucking snow Oh yeah, and, or living above some noisy ass neighbor. And I'm like, I can't the noise, the gunk, this, the stunk, 
there's but, a lot but what we want to do and if there's any new yorkers out there listening oh, wow. i would love to You're just do putting this a public invite no, not a public invite but we have like friends who listen to the podcast like even like a like a house swap where it's like okay we go there for a couple of weeks you take our place yeah, we're we're batting that idea around. I think that'd be something interesting yeah. to do. Just I mean, if to, you're a weirdo and we don't know you, do not contact us. Unless yeah. you have this like beautiful brownstone in like the Lower East Side. I got you beautiful brownstones right here, sweetheart. Ew, my balls are brown. I was like, is that like your shit or your balls? Like, what are you talking about? Ew. I got brownstones in my... Poopy butts. Asshole. Oh, God. This podcast is absolutely devolved. <laughs> Well, it'd be weird if I had like red stones. Yeah. I shit rubies, baby. Jeez, even the dog's looking at you weird. The um, dog's so cute, everybody. The dog dog's cute. fucking cute. She got her little, we brought her today. She was supposed to get a full groom. And um, then we got there to PetSmart. And they're like, okay, so it should take about two and a half hours. I'm like, what? On the website, it says 15 to 30 minutes. And they're like, oh, no, because we have so many dogs. They put them in a kennel first, and then they bathe them. Yeah. And I was Which, like, I was picturing oh, that at like a human spa. And I'm like, can you imagine like the, mas- the masseuse wasn't ready for you? It's like, go lay down in this cage for yeah, a bit. Yeah, just chill and, in this uh, cage for a second. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be ready for you in a bit. I'm like, I'm not putting my dog in a fucking PetSmart no. kennel. And she's like, she's like, you or you pay for Express next time. I'm like, yeah, I would have done that. Yeah. So anyway, we just, we got her nails grinded. Yeah, it was uh, emotional for everyone involved. It was really emotional. She was a bit of a handful. And uh, <laughs> it's funny because that little window, you can like see what they're doing. Yeah. And you just see the dog just panting. You see the dog just like <laughs> writhing then, around. The woman's like trying to like calm her down. She's like then, literally carrying her like a baby. That like, was the manager. Sh- she had to get the manager to yeah. come in and be like, all right, I know dogs. And Aww. she had to like rock her like a baby and grind her uh, little nails Because down. apparently the grinding is, is less time. Uh, it's more expensive, but it takes less time than the clipping. And it's less like traumatic yeah. for them. I still... I know this is something that we should learn how to do, but God damn it, does it scare the hell out of me. If you clip a dog's nails too far and you cut the quick, oh. Yeah. And it's hard because she has little um, pale nails on some of them, so you can't really tell where it is unless you hold up like a special light to it. What was it, like 15 bucks? It's 15 I'll bucks. I'll pay 15 bucks every fucking whatever and get a professional to do it. I want a professional to grind my dog's nails. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, the people on video can see her right now. And she's so cute. Um, Speaking of cute, this has been a cute podcast. It's been a very cute podcast. It's coming out a little later than usual because uh, I was, you know, out. I was doing my stand-in stuff. He was doing his stand-in stuff for Mr. Bean. For Mr. Bean, and I got in late, and then we had to watch Canada's Drag Race. (gasps) I didn't even mention that. Oh my God! I got to slip this in at the end here. Yes, so I was in the lobby of the studio waiting around, and I've told a few people already, but um, three drag queens came in. I heard, I heard behind me, I heard someone go, "Oh, can I get a pumpkin latte? I live," and I'm yeah. like, "That's drag queen lingo if I've ever heard it." And I turn around, and it's got Mick. <gasps> from one of the latest seasons and then Denali, Denali one of my favorite drag queens and I'm just sitting there like pretending to read a book and they're like talking and I'm just like, and Matt's staring sending me at pictures of like the eyes. back of their head and I'm just like oh yeah. my god and I'm like texting you I'm texting my sister I'm texting another couple of friends that really like drag race I'm like holy fuck what do I do and then Monique Hart shows up another drag queen yes and they're all doing this something in the studio next to us and I'm like did god. you say Monet Exchange was there too no Oh, I thought you said Monique Exchange was there as well. Monique Hart. Okay. No, just Monique Hart. I, but there was, I think, I think RuPaul might have been in the other studio because they kept no. walking into the studio and being like, hey, it's good to see you again. Like it was some sort of reunion. 
And there was a point where I was like in this lobby and it was just me on these this couch and then them talking. And I'm like, I got to say something. I got to fucking say something. But I'm like, what do I say? What if it backfires? A million different scenarios. Bottom line, I didn't say anything. No. I just, but I did stare and they stared back at me a lot because I was clearly like plotting out like what I was going to do. I don't know. I've Ugh. never been that type of person to be like, I wanted to be like, I think you guys are some of the greatest entertainers I've ever seen. I'm very happy. And then also you got me through quarantine because I watched, we, we watched my wife. I mean, you could have, of- you could have said that. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's hard to know what to say in those moments in the same when I forgot to mention this, when I got on the American Airlines flight, finally, after I'd been crying, I'd like makeup all running down my face. I'm walking onto the plane in first class. I see Roxanne Gay, the author. Yeah. And I just quickly look at her. I'm like, I'm like, I just wanted to say that I really like you and I think you're amazing. And then I'll leave you alone. And she said, Oh, thank you. And then I went, thank you. She was like, your breath smells like Benadryl. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Well, I, did, I didn't want her to think like, Oh, I'm like starting up this huge conversation. It's like, I like you and I'm going to fuck off. I think that's, Fine. Because yeah. trust me, I want if you like me, I want you to tell me you fucking I, like me. That's the thing. I would want it. I should have done that, but I should have. But that's the thing. I would have had to get up and be like, "Hey, I think you're great." And watching you got me through quarantine, and it was and then you nice. just sit and back just and go, go like, back to eating your like Werther's Originals or whatever the fuck you were doing. I was eating a bag of Cheetos too, so I probably Cheetos, Funyuns, you, you know, stink. I, you can't approach anybody with dirty fucking Cheeto hands and be like, "Hello, it's good. I am very happy." If to a see Cheeto fingered mustache man came up and was like, "You got me through quarantine," I'd be like, "Whoa, <laughs> you need to go back into quarantine, yeah. Cheeto stash." Um, speaking of Cheeto stash, that's the end of this episode. I think that's it. We did it. Where can they find you on everything? Oh, you can find me on social media, uh, that Twitter and Instagram at Julia comedy. You can follow me on Facebook and, um, TikTok. I almost forgot the name Jesus. of that. I'm going to start ticking more and talking more eventually at Julia comedian. And you can follow our podcast. I T W Y W podcast on Twitter. Or is this what you want? Podcast on Instagram at where can they find you? Just Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter. That's fine with me. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Review and rate and all that stuff. Review, rate, subscribe. Tell your friends and your enemies. Tell tell your enemies to listen. And then maybe you guys will make up and become friends because you're like, you know what? We like this stupid podcast together. Yeah. Maybe it will bring people together. It's, it, it is the holidays. It's the holidays. The holidays are approaching us. They're here. We'll see you next week, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Say bye, Shange. Is this what you want with Matt and Julia? Is this what you want?